0: Well, we have been in James for a good little bit, and uh, we probably, hopefully, will wrap it up uh, tonight, and we will, if we do, we will Begin a new study uh, next next week, Lord willing. Uh, so um, we'll just uh, see what we're able to uh, to accomplish here tonight. And um, I hope you've enjoyed the lessons that we've been given. I have enjoyed dealing uh, in uh, in James. James is a good book. Amen. And um, we've been talking about James, the principles of practical Christianity. And I would um, encourage you to take some time to go through, because I did not cover everything in the book. We skipped um, quite a bit to hit some highlights that I wanted to cover so um, it's not a big book it's not uh, uh very extensive so I would encourage you to uh, in your personal bible reading to uh make james put James on your agenda and um and read through there and just see what else that you can glean uh from this um Apostles uh, writing. Uh, Tonight's lesson I've entitled, God's Plan for Your Well-Being. God's Plan for Your Well-Being. And um, I want to welcome all those who are um, watching us by way of the live stream tonight. God bless you. Appreciate you uh, tuning in with us. And we're going to be in the fifth chapter of the book of James, beginning at verse 13. Um, And we're going to read verses 13 through 20. I'll give you um, a second to uh, uh, locate that and find that especially if you are watching from home and you don't have the benefit of the uh, the monitors here. But I'm glad that God is concerned about our whole being. Now, when we talk about man, man is a three-part being. Amen. Man is body soul and spirit and God is concerned about your total being amen he's concerned about your total being every every part about you and uh, we're going to we're going to um uh, see this as we go along uh in the um uh the lesson for tonight now I am going to, um, I hope I've got this put on the screen right. I, w- I got here, uh, I didn't get a chance to come here today, uh, and I, I rushed when I got here this evening to try to get this all down, and I don't like rushing because I'm not that uh, that proficient in that one, especially when I try to rush, but hopefully I don't, I haven't missed any of the scriptures. Beginning at verse 13, the New King James Version said, Is anyone among you suffering? Now, the original King James uh, uses the terminology afflicted. Uh, New King James says suffering, and we're going to be talking about that just in a moment. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Now, before I go on, I want to say something right here. It's important for us to know that God is a God of order. Amen. He's a God of order. I mean, he laid out the universe in perfect order. That's one, just t- take a look at creation and the universe and how, how we are lets us know that there was a designer. It didn't just happen. Amen. Uh, you know, you take the orbit of the moon. We learned, we learned in school uh, that uh, the, the moon's gravitational pull on the earth is what causes the oceans and the waves to come in and if 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 the moon had been just a uh few thousand feet further out or further in, it would cause great havoc. It has to be exactly where it's at amen uh so God is a god of order, and sometimes even though we are well m- meaning and this is this is going to be um Um, There's a few issues that I've been wanting to talk about and deal with for our congregation, and the Lord has given me opportunity to do that tonight. Uh, Sometimes, even though we're uh, well-meaning in what we do, sometimes we get out of God's order. And if if we want good success and be blessed and be in the favor of God, we need to be in God's order. We need to be in the plan of God. Can you say amen? That's why I titled tonight's the night's lesson, God's plan for your well-being. Notice he said, Is anyone among you suffering? Uh, it don't say, Run some, Go get somebody to pray for you here. Amen. Who's supposed to do the praying? The one doing the suffering. Hallelujah. So, now we're going to explain. I'm going to explain to you what this suffering is. But this is what I'm talking about. We can get out of the order of God. Sometime, maybe a certain need you may have might be so uh, pressing down upon you that you want to get call this one to pray and that one to pray. But the Word says if you're suffering, you pray. I'm going to talk more about this in a minute. Uh, Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing songs. Then he gets to the sick. Is anyone sick? Among you sick? Let him, the one sick, call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointed him with oil. Here is a, here's another, uh, another point about getting out of order. Everybody in the congregation does not have biblical authority to anoint with oil. Sometimes I've seen the oil bottle passed around to just about everybody, but the word says who's supposed to do that? The elders, the elders of the church, hallelujah. Those who, who have been uh, um, set aside, amen, for that. I mean, so, uh, you know, hear what I'm talking about. We wonder sometimes when we pray, if we don't get full answers of what we're asking for. Maybe we need to check on how we're doing things. Are we following God's plan? Are we following God's order? Is anyone uh, among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray that them is the elders. Hallelujah. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. I might not get through with this lesson tonight like I was talking about. Confess your trespasses trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Here is another stipulation about Healing. Hallelujah. Now, we're not talking just about elders here, but we're talking about one another. Hallelujah. Every child of God needs to have another child of God in the body of Christ that they can go to in confidence. A lot of people... Is afraid to do something like the, what the Word says right here about confessing your trespasses and one another because you're afraid it's going to be uh, in the front page of news the next day. But when somebody comes to you and puts their trust in you, comes to you in confidence, you need to keep that confidence. Amen? There again, stay in the order of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Confess your trespasses one to another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. Now, what are you saying here by Elijah? Elijah, uh, he, uh, he wasn't Spider-Man. He wasn't Superman. He wasn't Batman. He was a natural human being like all of us. But he's emphasizing the point, even though Elijah... Uh, uh, Elijah was a human being like us, and he had the same kind of passions that we have, this man was able to pray a prayer to God for not to rain. If you'll remember, if you go back to the Old Testament where it's found, he told the king, I mean, this is powerful here. This is powerful stuff. He told the king, there shall not be no rain these years Except by my word. He didn't say God's word. He said by my word. Woo. Uh, but he was a natural man, brother Douglas. Amen. And he's given an example here. Amen I of what happened here. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit brethren if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins hallelujah now I've already seen that as I'm getting into this that i ain 't going to finish this tonight, so i'm not going to try to because i'm not i I'm, I'm just not going to run over it uh because this is this is important we 're talking about god 's plan for our well being I want to go back and I want to read the same scripture again in the j b Phillips bible now. The word we used before was suffering. All right, and let's look at this. If any of you is in trouble, let him pray. If anyone is flourishing, let him sing praises to God. Think about what. The King James Scripture said, and kind of try to tie these verses together, if anyone is ill, he ain't talking about being mad at your wife and burning the biscuits. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. That'd be hard for me to do because here lately I've been the one making the biscuits. Mm. I got into it, and I kind of enjoy it. Anyway, let's go on. If anyone is ill, he should send for the church elders. They should pray over him, anoint him with oil, in the Lord's name, believing prayer will save the sick man, and the Lord will restore him, and any sins that he has committed will be forgiven. Let me stop right here. Do you see something else going on than just praying for somebody sick? Remember I told you God is concerned about the body, soul, and spirit? I'm going to show you how powerful prayer is. When you come together and you pray for somebody who is sick, the Bible says not only will God raise them up if you pray the prayer of faith. Now, that's, that's a stipulation there. But if that person you're praying for has some unforgiven sins, God says, I'm going to forgive them. Wow. Think about that. Hallelujah. Think about that. Now, now he's not saying that every time somebody gets sick, they got sin. That's not what he's saying. But if you do got it, God's going to take care of it. Um, This is not an isolated thing here. I think about what the Scripture said about uh, the pain that a woman goes through in childbearing the pain that a woman suffers in bearing children is so intense did you know the bible states and tell, tells us that any sin she may be she may have are forgiven her through childbirth providing she continues in the faith and serving the lord amen I know I'm not the only one who's read that scripture. Amen. So, it says here, um, God will not only touch somebody's body, but he will forgive their sin. Wow. Hallelujah. Uh, Let's go on. You should get in the habit of admitting your sins to each other. And praying for each other, so that if sickness comes to you, you may be healed. Get in a habit. You know, just about everybody in, in politics who really gets in trouble for something... It's always the cover-up that always gets them. Going back to my time to Richard Nixon, what brought him down and why he had to step down from presidency was not that he was guilty of doing any, anything that some of was doing, but it was a cover-up. It was a cover up, and you know, covering covering something up. The Bible says you won't prosper. You won't prosper. The man who tries to cover his sins won't prosper. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons for that, and one reason of it. One reason being, we haven't broken our pride. Because when you get it boiled down to it, the what keeps you trying to cover things up is you're too prideful to admit I've done wrong. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And we have to be able to do that. Tremendous power is made available through a good man's earnest prayer. Do you remember Elijah? He was a man like us, but he prayed earnestly that it should not rain. In fact, I like the way this is translated, not a drop fell on the land for three and a half years. And if you remember, there wasn't even no dew. The Bible says there wasn't no dew. Then he prayed again, and the heavens gave the rain, and the earth sprouted with vegetation as usual. He prayed. Uh, the, the prayer, that's supposed to be a D that, that's a Hebrew, I knew i messed missed up somewhere. The prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. Think about that. The devil might not be worried about you, but he's worried when you pray. If you're a child of God, hallelujah, Elijah, for instance, human, just like us, prayed hard that it wouldn't rain, and it didn't, not for a drop, for three and a half years. Then he prayed that it would rain, and and the showers came, and everything started growing again. My dear friends, if you know people who have wandered off from God's truth, don't write them off. Go after them. Get them back, and you will have rescued precious lives from destruction and prevented an epidemic of wandering away from God hallelujah now uh, I'm checking something out okay i'm I'm not able to um put this one on the screen. But I want to read this. One more translation. Now, if you can, just kind of tie this all in together. This is from the Message Bible. Now, King James said, Is any suffering or afflicted? What I just got through reading was, Is any in trouble? Now, listen to this. Are you hurting? Pray, do you feel great, sing, are you sick, call the church elders together to pray and anoint you with oil in the name of the master, believe in prayer will heal you and Jesus will put you on your feet, if you have sinned, you'll be forgiven, healed inside and out. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Make this your common practice. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and healed. The prayer of a person living right with God is something powerful to be reckoned with. Elijah, for instance, human just like us, prayed hard that it wouldn't rain and it didn't. Lord, Lord, Lord. So, and the most oh, is like the last one from that point on. So, God is concerned about our whole being. And He's got a plan. If we're willing to get into that plan and follow that plan, amen, He will bless us. Now, i got a few words here that I want to say about the scriptures here in James that we have read. As the Apostle James begins to close out this letter, he desires to leave his readers with the assurance that our God is concerned with our well-being and prescribes the plan of God to follow. So, We are to do when we. What are we to do when we are suffering and going through some kind of hardship? James simply states it: we are to pray. If you're going through hardship, struggles, and you're hurting, this is this is not the uh, the sickness in the body. This is when you're going through some kind of hardship. The simple thing that you do is to pray over that. We are to turn our situation and our anxieties, our questions, our doubts, and our struggles over to Him. And what are we to do when we're suffering? We are to pray. We are to turn that situation completely over. James is assuring us that it is God's very character To be intimately concerned with our sufferings. When we suffer, we wonder and are even tempted to think that God is absent or indifferent toward us. James has been assuring his readers and continues to assure them that this is not the case. When we are suffering, the most immediate, practical, and effective thing we can do is pray. Because our suffering does not mean God has turned against us or abandoned us. Here's the summary of that suffering. Prayer puts us where we can receive His peace and comfort. Notice that James does not outline for them certain principles to live by to alleviate suffering. He simply tells them to pray. To communicate with the living God, this is the first thing we are to do before decisions are made or actions taken. Hallelujah. Uh, we all go through struggles. And the first thing that he deals with here is suffering, affliction. And it means hardship. It means uh, troubles in life, you are hurting over something. You are you are dealing with something that's hard. James says, when you go through that time, pray, seek God. Only He can comfort you. Amen. Amen. I mean, this 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 goes for the uh, this situation here goes for the loss of a, a close loved one. Amen. I remember when I was a young minister uh, before I would go to a funeral home to try to be with somebody that's lost somebody I would spend time in prayer and think about the perfect words to say when I got there and it didn't take me long to find out when somebody has had their heart taken out through the loss of a close loved one There is no perfect words. There is no perfect words. I don't care how eloquent somebody is. Words just can't help you. Amen. That's why James says, when you're going through this kind of thing, pray. God can comfort the only way that God can. Now I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna shut her down right there uh with the suffering and I'm gonna finish this up, Lord willing next time. Uh but um we and what we got to do is realize God's plan for our total well being. He's concerned about all of us. He's concerned with what you're concerned with. Amen. And uh We need to seek His will and His guidance. Any comments or questions over our lesson tonight? Right. So it just shows the process that, you know, that's what he was trying to tell them that whole thing. worked not been forgiven because he Yeah. He